everybody, it's Jason Ellis. Remember the Jason Ellis Show? Yeah, I do. It's on Patreon, and it's like five shows a week, and we have guests, and YouTube can't stop us from saying stuff, and we say it, and you can text, and you can be a part of the show. You can, we can synergize. Come with us. Sign up right now. Remember when the Jason Ellis Show used to be live five days a week? I remember Wrong. that. It still is. Oh, this yeah. show that you are enjoying, this free pod, thank you for being here, but this is just a little amuse-bouche. It's just a little morsel. It barely counts as an appetizer of what is waiting for you every stinking week at patreon.com slash ellismate. I have no boss. We can do whatever we want. Well, shall we? We shall. Okay. Ready, boys? I'm going to sing, so don't worry about it. Sing away. Your show. Three, two... Still didn't. I need a fan. I need a Japanese fan. <laughs> I was gonna say Asian, but that would be racist because they don't all have fans. It's a pretty. It's a pretty. It's a pretty Japanese f- invented it, Michael. Did they? I don't know. It's a pretty fanny <laughs> continent. It is, but you know the what the one the one that goes fling and it flicks out and oh, you go yeah. like that. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Those are the geisha girls that have them, yes. which I believe are Japanese. Correct. Correct. Right. So I know what I'm talking about. There you go. Welcome to the show, Brad Williams, who is obviously not a racist. Yeah. But if, you're he... if you're wondering who that voice in the mist is. Yeah. The, 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 <laughs> yeah. the, vo- the voice in the mist sounds like the perfect way to describe a dwarf. Because that, that, that just sounds right. Who's the dwarf? Oh, he's the voice in the mist. Oh, we, damn, we, man. He's, so, he's sometimes here, sometimes not. It's okay. I'm, I'm thrilled to be here. I'm glad that you have the rock and roll intro. That was awesome. I want whatever voice modulation is on that microphone because you sounded incredible. No, that's um, just how good of a singer I am. Brad. Damn right you are. Yeah. Uh, and then I, 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 I now feel less bad about breaking your lamp right before because this is obviously a rock and roll type of type of show. So, I, but I do apologize for breaking your lamp. You can't really see it. you right now, but you can see the broken lamp in in the background. Yep, it kind of looks. It matches the vibe, you know? You know what? Uh, I think if a dwarf breaks your lamp, you get three wishes. So um, I think uh, this show just got a lot better and your budget is about to increase. Hell yeah. So you're good. Made the people in the background laugh with that one. Yeah. Like and subscribe. That'll do. Yeah. I'll take that. Go to my Patreon. It. There you go. There. Yeah. That's my second wish. Can this be like one of those rage rooms? Like, what, like, like why not? I got I, I to gotta get it, some stuff out. Can it not... <laughs> okay, no, you 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 you've paid for stuff here. It, it it it's a great looking room, but I feel like with the kind of stuff that I've found in my uh uh in in my 
nightly uh, dive into Pornhub. I feel like if I started an OnlyFans where it was just me breaking stuff, people would subscribe. Somebody's got to have a fetish for dwarves smashing things. Would they subscribe? Yes. The question is, would they masturbate to it? As, does the check clear? No, I don't care. It's it, very it, important that they masturbate. It, I mean, as long as they enjoy it, that's fine. You no, can't they, you can't stop people from masturbating. I've found that out. Uh, uh, the, there's there's Pornhub categories of women sitting on cakes. Who thought that that would be a thing that some guy would be like, yeah, that's my stuff. Women on cakes. Yeah. I don't know why I went into your accent for a second there. I sat on a cake once. You sat on a cake once? Yeah. I masturbated. <laughs> <laughs> Once, <laughs> it's one of the earlier episodes. Um, what was the was the sitting on cakes for your uh, for for your OnlyFans for your Patreon for no, the fans? I think it was a promo for this show. Okay, and I had a wife. She had a nice butt, and she sat she sat on it. And I was like, why don't why don't I make a joke by putting my butt on it? Uh, yeah, yeah. Why not? Yeah, I don't know if it was that funny. Hey, felt good I though. Whatever works. Uh, uh, when my wife was uh, pregnant, we were trying to sell her breast milk to uh, to bodybuilders because uh, they're right. like they 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 think that it's like more protein or something. I don't know if it's been proven, but uh, <laughs> you're just shaking your head like, nope. I looked into it. <laughs> I am familiar with that phenomenon, and I think yeah. anytime bodybuilders are the tip of the spear for a scientific breakthrough, mm -hmm. it is guaranteed to be invalidated within <laughs> eighteen months. Yeah, yeah, but we tried. Uh, we 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 tried it, but we. We would just get guys reaching out, and we didn't like that uh, they they wanted us to go to their house. We we were trying to like a more neutral handoff point yeah. of oh, yeah. the breast milk. Like, all right, something public, bunch of people. Yeah, no, no. They're like, no, come up the driveway, no. uh, lock the door behind you, no. and uh, kiss your ass goodbye. And we're, yeah. and we're like, no, that's not going to work out. Wow, what a creepy. Yeah, like I want your breast milk. Yes, that's already pretty gnarly. Yeah, and then to be like, oh no, you have to deliver it. Yeah. Like personally, like why do I have to? It's like they, 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 this is the good breast milk stuff. Do they this want is... you to squirt it out of the titty in, in front of them to know that it's titty milk? I mean, they didn't say that, but I imagine at some point they would have thrown down a cup and say fill it. Uh, yeah, I would think it's okay. probably more like what you see the the drug dealers on Miami Vice, where they want to take out the razor and cut the brick. Mm -hmm. Like they probably want to get a little bit from the yeah, source and match it. Yeah, there's probably some guy that's like, oh yeah, that's good. Rub it on the gums. Yeah, yeah. exactly. I don't like. I I had to suck it out one time. I had a. Uh, I made a lady pregnant, and uh, she we were at the Supercross, and she forgot her pump, and she was like, it's really hurting, and I was friends with the guys at Kawasaki, so I used their trailer, and I sucked it out and was spitting it into the sink, and obviously I was drinking some of it, because I was yeah. like, why not give it a taste? Why not? It's and good for the baby, good was, for you. Yeah, uh, I, it was very metal. <laughs> and as a metal guy, you think you'd be into it, but yeah. no. No? No. No, nah, it didn't. I like sugary milk. I've decided right after sucking on that. <laughs> it was super metal. Like it was like I don't want to be gross because YouTube, but it's probably it, it, it's it, similar it, to this other thing that girls do mm, down there mm -hmm. that tastes metal as well. Mm -hmm. So they got a lot of metal coming out of them. <laughs> chicks are metal, no. which really because chicks, you know, the first chick ever was a chick and, and yeah. Lucy, that's her name, and. She made all the babies in the world, so she made metal. Is this a religion that I'm unfamiliar with? Lucy Wait. is was a astropithecus. 
Sure. Yep. That's like what the, I was fir- say. the earliest. Took known the words out of my mouth. Michael. H- h- human ancestor. Is this like a mummy that we've no, found? No, no, no. It's, it's like a, it's the... like missing link monkey yeah. person. Uh, okay. The first woman okay. ever, not okay. not Eve. Right. Sorry, <laughs> was Lucy. Okay. Yeah. Because oh. there's actual. There's like, how do they? How do they know that? Did they get Lucy's bones? Yeah. Yeah, they got the bones. You right, want to you you pull Lucy there yeah. on the screen, Miles? You got it. Wow. Eat. Okay. Yeah. I I thought. Who would have thought that when you come onto a show and you, or you're watching a show on YouTube and there's a guy with head tattoos next to a dwarf, uh, next to a virgin, uh, that there would be. He's <laughs> got two kids. Nice that, try. There, that there would be learning involved. That you'd be yeah. learning about about the evolution of where we come from. Yeah. Human no. beings. Two kids. Two kids. Well done, sir. Yeah. Good yeah, yeah. job. Our next partner is Lucy. Lucy makes tobacco-free nicotine for people to focus better, think better, chill out smoother, and inspire creativity. Use it to increase alertness, attention, and mood. Focus better, think deeper, inspire creativity, or just relax. The only problem with Lucy is that Jason just ran out of it. He's right, actually. <laughs> I Look, I use stuff, and I'm also completely sober guy now, so I really like my little pouchy things. And since I got a package from Lucy, I don't want to go back to any other. They're really, they are better. I, I'm kind of, I really need one. If anyone has one, Lucy, Lu- send me some, please. Lucy is unique because it is 100% pure tobacco-free nicotine. You'll never find tobacco in any of their products ever. No, no lies. We're not lying. I'm not lying. I want more. Do they have T-shirts? Because I'm a huge supporter. I don't know about t-shirts, but Lucy pouches are available in five strengths. Two milligram, teensy-weensy, all the way up to 12 milligram. Forte. Wait, I didn't get 12. Send me 12s. Let's dance. And in 12 (laughs) different flavors. Yeah, I had them all, and they're all good. Coffee is my favorite one, though. I think it's tricking me. Yes. I think because I'm getting alert from the nicotine, and the smell, the taste of coffee is making me think that it's, it's, I'm getting coffee in me as well. And I drink a lot of coffee, so it kind of goes well in your lip with coffee. You know what goes great with coffee? Lucy's. Whether you use nicotine to focus better, get a boost in energy, or chill and relax, Lucy is made for your nicotine routine. If you want to try Lucy's tobacco-free breakers, pouches, or gum, go to lucy.co slash Ellis and use promo code Ellis to get 20%, 20% off your first Michael, order. That's like almost... That's 20% off. Yes, and even better. Even better is Lucy offers free shipping and has 30-day refund policy. If you change your mind, that's L-U-C-Y dot co, not com, co, and use the code Alice and get 20% off uh, and always free shipping, mate. And here comes the fine print. Lucy products are only for adults of legal age and every order is age verified. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. What, you got one? That's cute. I got one, yeah. <laughs> Trust me, we're stopping. People yeah. are like, well, when are you having the second kid? And I'm like, nah, we're good. No, that's exactly what we, we were going to do too. And then we found out the brutal reality. And we're like, why are we doing this? Yeah. And then he turned like five. And we're like, that wasn't so bad. See, it wasn't so bad. You forgot how bad it was. I'm, yeah. back in the, I'm back in the shit again. I feel like your brain uh, with, uh, with trauma, and this must be some sort of biological thing that our brain does to make sure that the human race survives is that it erases like all the memories about how bad no the, the young child experience is the baby infant experience is uh for the women to for have to go through all that pain that it yeah because i remember after my wife like 
right in the moment was like, this is the worst thing. Don't ever let us do this again. And then a, a year and a half, two years later, she's like, I mean, I could do it again, possibly. Mm. And I'm like, no, you 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 told me that you would say this. Yes. So I'm denying it right now. It's a, it's similar to compound fractures. I've had a compound fracture, oh my God. and it was such a shock because I yeah. was only 16 the first time it happened, and it was the first time. It, it, was, sh- it was shocking. Word. I mean, I was I was in shock, mm-hmm. and I was like, oh, I never want to experience that ever again. Yeah, and I'm going to do my utmost to never do anything that could get me involved in a compound fracture. Mm-hmm. And then maybe like two years later, <laughs> I was like. Let the chips fall. <laughs> Here's Lucy, by the way. Oh, all right. So that so that is what we all believe to be the first human. Human. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Right. Well done. Yeah. Yeah. See, we learn stuff on here. Now, see, you're going in. That'll do, though. That's about it. Let's <laughs> poopy <laughs> fart joke on. Let's all go. All right. Now, yeah. dick and fart jokes. Yeah. Let's go. Uh, you talk. You talk about the X Games type stuff. Um, uh, b- before I started doing comedy. Um, that's where I thought I had to go because of guys like Wee Man, mm. uh, Jason Acuna. And, and Poncho. Poncho uh, was first. Poncho Moller was first. That was my nickname in junior high because all the kids called me Poncho because right. his videos were out they there. They were, it's not out yet, but they did Hawk, my other show with Tony Hawk, Hawk versus Wolf. Yeah. And Poncho has said several stories where when Jackass came out and Wee Man became gigantic. Yeah. People, when he was skating, people would yell out Wee Man for many, many years. Oh, uh, one thing that almost every male little person will tell you is that we've been called Wee Man at right. some point. We've right. been called all we've been called all of them. We've been called Poncho, Wee Man, we've been called Poncho. We've Poncho called told Dinklage. a story where he was at a uh, a restaurant for lunch with Wee Man yeah. and went up to get the food and they were like, Yeah, Wee Man. And he's like, He's right there. <laughs> like, I get it if it was just one of us, but he's the actual guy is right there. Look at me, look at him. Compare yeah. and contrast. So yeah. kind of similarly to that story, uh, one time I went to this uh, restaurant that's out here in San Monica, a very famous little diner called the Apple Pan. And uh, I went in there and I was going to meet my wife for lunch. And when I went in there, Wee Man happened to be in there. Now, he and I are friends, uh, so that was no big deal. But also the odds are kind of like, huh, like two of the top five dwarves in show business right here in the same little diner. Well, that's amazing. So then I come up with the idea of, hey, let's have a little fun. When my wife comes in here, you go up and be like, hey, Jasmine. Oh, so good to see. And like you act like me. And uh, he did. And my wife was very confused. Oh, great. Wait, because, confused how? Because she had never met him before, she didn't but think she, it was okay, me. Okay, right. but not yeah. that confused. Right? No, no, no. Like he's got he he he's got tattoos. Yeah. He's about forty I was like, pounds man, I hate heavier to tell than you. me. <laughs> Fifteen years older. Uh, he's got more hair though. That guy. Uh, but yes, uh, my wife was uh, surprised. Let's right. say, and people were very confused. But I had a good laugh about it. Um, I was reading some stuff about you this morning and oh said something about no, not bad. Oh, okay. said that you were. <laughs> discovered by joel and benji madden or they helped what? you in some kind of way okay here okay here's how how do they come into your life <laughs> so my brand new special i'm good friends with those guys oh good yeah yeah so my brand new special uh which is called starfish which is on veeps um um and that's their company their their, oh. their company is veeps and that comes out uh i believe this will it'll already be out by the time this podcast comes out but it will it will have come out on december 21st yeah why do we choose december 21st because that's the winter solstice the shortest day of the year 
Gotcha. So, so that is where my new comedy special is coming out. It's called Starfish. Go to Veeps. Support the Maddens. Support me. Uh, 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 help feed an Asian dwarf baby. That's my child. And, uh, you, you know, because that's you could probably put that on your taxes as a write-off like like you help no doubt to, about it yeah you help to feed an asian dwarf baby my my wife he is, is Chinese. too full size yeah ones. yeah yeah too 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 full size oh that's asian babies half asian oh half asian babies oh, sorry. Yes. well yeah. so are your, so are yours yeah exactly well, yeah <laughs> half in more ways than one <laughs> they're they're double half quarter i don't know i'm bad i'm bad with fractions math sucks but yes uh i actually went to the veeps launch party and uh got to know the maddens yeah. and uh they're 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 good dudes. Yeah, they are. They're good dudes, they and they put a on a hell of a show. Yep, they sang a few songs. Yeah, they're great. They did the hits, and they sound perfect. It was like they 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 told us it was their first show in like fifteen years, and uh, it they was say awesome. That. They say that every day. Ah, yeah. I, I figured. And they're harmonizing. That's cheating. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Yeah. Of course, you harmonize. Try not to. They, they don't be impressed. Right. Why'd you <laughs> call it starfish? Uh, I call it starfish because that is what I do. Uh, on uh, because whenever my wife and I have a fight and she says you're sleeping on the couch tonight, uh, I go full starfish on the couch because it's not even a punishment. You put a dwarf on the couch, I'm, oh. I'm good. Oh, yeah. yeah, that shit's still a king size bed for me. So that. I'm just hopping on starfish. You go for that getting sent to the couch because you know I've been married for I don't know how you long. don't go, Michael. Dude, you say no, <laughs> you go. go. I, like you can be as angry at me as you want. Like you don't have to touch me, but there's plenty of room for us in this fucking bed. If if you really can't stand the sight of me, the couch is right over there. Wow. Yeah. I don't mind it because the dog sleeps on the couch, and uh, that's we have we have a we have a eighty pound pit bull, and that's just great. I I just love <laughs> snuggling up to that guy, so it's fine. So if she like go to the couch, I'm like sweet. It it yeah. I I just send myself to the couch. Yeah. Yeah. Why is that? Oh, she's annoying. <laughs> oh, I've done that. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I've exiled yeah. myself. Right. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, I've never done it to where like she's like, go get on the couch. I've I've never done that. But it's like, yeah, every now and then I feel like it might be uncomfortable or there was just a fight or whatever. And I'm like, you know what? Or I'm coming home late from the comedy store. Sure. And it's 11 o'clock. I don't want to wake her up. Midnight, whatever. Uh, I'm going to the couch. All all good. But when, but when I'm not on the couch... People, this is why I'm in the, I'm the most fearless man in comedy, mm. because my wife is a, a fourth dawn black belt. Mm. She is a, she is she is a legit fighter, mm. and the pit bull is 85 pounds. I sleep in between both of them, mm. so at any point, yeah, right, either of these things could decide. Brad the, needs to go. The dog's not in the middle. No, 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 dog, no, dog, no, dog, dog's on that side. Is yeah. that normal for the dog to be in the middle? Because yeah, yeah, well, my my dog, only one of my dogs sleeps with me. Mm -hmm. And when I yeah. used to, when I used to have another person in the bed, he's in the middle. Before you slept exclusively with dogs, right? Womp yeah. <laughs> 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 womp. So sad. Uh, how how fresh is this? I don't want to do it. Oh, okay, that's how, that's how fresh. Okay, because I because I don't know if this is like a ten year old thing or like a last week thing. It's not anyway. Okay, closer my, to the second my, one. My three-legged oh. dog won't sleep on the outside, and I always just put it down to, "Well, you're a chihuahua with three legs. If you go off the side of the bed, that's a that's a that's a pretty hefty slam that for you. That is a big drop. Yeah. I, so is, I I respect yeah. it. You know, like every now and then I've tried to put him over the other side back when I was married to get close, and I can I feel his fear of being on the other side. Well, that's of just because it's a chihuahua. It shakes. 
Nah. He, no, he's like, he's from the streets. I've got a lot of chihuahuas and those are, they're, they're jumpy people. But the one that I rescued that has three legs, they found him yeah. with his legs snapped. Oh. So he was out on the streets with oh. somebody broke his leg and That's he, it's set crooked. So it just yeah. hangs off him. It's, his name's uh, Chicken, Chicken, because it, it looks like he got a chicken wing hanging off the side of him. But he's like he's the toughest. Per- I have five dogs, and nobody nobody messes with him. No, he just has a like. If there's a food thing, everyone's trying to eat. He's got like one tooth left. He's he's a he's completely destroyed. <laughs> but if he snaps, everybody backs off, and I'm like, it's 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 because of the streets, man. Yes. All these other guys grew up with me, yeah. living the lavish life. You know, what yeah. I mean? like well, yeah, I'll, whatever I want, I get. Yeah, and mm-hmm. Chicky's like, I spent. Hard time, you know. Yeah, yeah. Like you've, you've seen the Taco Bell. Off. You've seen the Taco Bell Chihuahua. Yeah. He's like the one that he's the mascot for the the taco stand that's just a folding table on the corner. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and you know, but I would look at it like with the dogs is the same way. It's like whenever you're in a fight and the little guy in the fight is like in the kung fu movies is just like not doing anything. Mm. You're just like, oh, that guy's gonna fuck us all up. He's gonna do something. That big. guy's gonna do something crazy. So when so I'm I'm wondering if that's how your dogs see the dog with like the one bad leg or the leg's gone. No, it's just dangling off. Oh yeah, yeah. I I would look at that dog like that dog's seen some shit. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to mess with that dog. I didn't think they would see it, but they <laughs> clearly do. Winter is here, and for me that means struggling for to find the right temperature when I sleep. He sweats like a pig in bed. Take it from a guy who slept with him. That's it was it was it was worth it. <laughs> I recently found a way to stay at the perfect temperature all night long using silver infused bed sheets. Now really think about what I'm saying. These aren't just words here, folks. Silver. There are silver in these NASA inspired miracle made sheets. Using silver infused fabric inspired by NASA. It's a good thing it's just sheets, Michael, because if it was a bullet. And you shot me with it, I would die because I'm a werewolf. That's true. These will do quite the opposite. They'll keep you very much alive. But yeah, they handle the temperature better because when you're detoxing for uh, 22 days, yeah, I don't want to get into it any further than that. But I wake up in pools of it. But well, not when I use the miracle ones because I got other ones because I wash them so much. Yeah. And well, they don't work as good. If you were using dodgy sheets from anywhere else, you would be slathered in bacteria. But these oh, no. sheets are infused Man. with silver that prevents up to 99.7% of bacterial growth, leaving them to stay cleaner and fresher three times longer than other sheets. No more gross odors, Jason. Miracle sheets are luxurious. I love luxury. It's so luxurious. That's my, and comfortable and without the high price tag so that you can pretend you're rich, which is pretty much what I've been doing for the last two years. Miracle sheets are the perfect gift for your spouse, friends, or family who doesn't want to be- who want better sleep and luxurious feelings in their bed sheets. And these come with three free towels, so you get two gifts in one just in time for the holidays. Stop sleeping in bacterial bacteria! Think about it, man. I just want to say that. Yes. Sorry. Uh, go to trymiracle.com slash Ellis and try it today or gift it to someone special this holiday season. And we got a special deal for our listeners. We do. Over 40%. 40%? And That's like 
Almost half. That's exactly right. And if you use our promo Ellis at checkout, you will get three free towels and save an extra 20%. I can't even add all that up, Michael. It sounds like a fat discount, though. Yep. And why wouldn't you do that for your friends? Do you not love anybody? Do you love yourself? If you don't love yourself, then send it to somebody you care about. Maybe you hate them and you want to change their mind, change your own mind. Just buy them. Help out the show. And get silver in your sheets and pretend you're rich. Miracle is so confident in their product. It's backed by a 30-day money-back guarantee. If you aren't 100% satisfied, you get a free refund. Upgrade your sleep on Miracle Made. Go to trymiracle.com slash Ellis and use code Ellis to claim your three-piece towel set free and save over 40% off. Again, that's trymiracle.com slash Ellis. Treat yourself, a friend, a loved one this holiday season. Yay. Because they are intimidated by him. And now you have chihuahuas. Yeah. I got a pit bull. Yeah. I would argue that chihuahuas, I don't know about yours, but I would argue that chihuahuas are meaner than pit bulls. Many people would agree, I think. Yes. Because I've been bitten by multiple chihuahuas. Mm. My my pit has never once bit never once bit me. It's because you would be here. (laughs) True. Because if he ever decides to, it's just and that's curtains. I mean, it's also maybe there's a little bit of they know deep down that when they do snap on you, they're never really doing any damage. Yeah. And a pit bull knows if they go, this is going to be this. The, this could be detrimental to my future. <laughs> that guy has that guy feeds me and walks me. I can't kill it. It just seems like a bigger deal. It's like yeah. I don't punch little people. Like, Thank God. I don't, I don't punch. <laughs> I don't punch people that don't know how to fight. You know, because that's mean. Mm-hmm. If you got, if you're big, I'll punch you. you hey, yeah, because it's fair. Yeah. What 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 uh what a uh, discipline are you uh, master in or that, that you got your thing? I don't have any belts or anything. Oh, okay. <laughs> but 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 I am MMA. Okay. So everything. Yeah. But I'm probably a better boxer than everything else. Good. Hell yeah, man. That's awesome. Uh yeah. Uh, my wife is fourth. Dawn in Taekwondo. Taekwondo. And, and then nice. got a black belt in Hapkido as well because oh, dang. Uh, because Taekwondo is a scoring martial art. Yeah. And she's like, well, it doesn't have a lot of practical application because it's a lot of kicks. So I had to get a black belt in, in something else so I could actually defend myself. And I was like, that's turns me on incredibly and also is terrifying. Yeah. Has she actually had like f- organized fights against people? Uh, in the Taekwondo school, yeah. Yeah, have, yeah, you, yeah, have yeah. you witnessed them? Because my wife was training in boxing for a while, and I <sighs> desperately, she's like, maybe I should have a fight. And I'm like, do it. That would be the hottest thing I, I could never ever wi- do. I, I, I never witnessed her tournament-style fights. Yeah. I got to witness her fight in the wild. Even better. Oh, and wow. That was so great. What were you doing? Do tell. Uh, we, were, we were in Las Vegas, uh, which is where a lot of fights happen in the wild. Uh, <laughs> we were at the MGM Grand. We're at a bar there that's called Whiskey Down. It's, it's still there. It's a great bar. And uh, there was a guy that came up uh, to her and uh, start, started flirting with her. And uh, she was uh, very gracious and said, yeah, oh, that's very nice. But, you know, uh, at the time, uh, this is my boyfriend and pointing over towards me. And uh, my wife is not a dwarf. She's tall. And the guy thought, "There's no way this guy's with you." Like, and started That's saying, insulting. Start, started saying as much. Yeah. And then uh, I kind of told him, "Like, hey, dude, just stop. Just move on. There's plenty of women in this bar. You know, go harass them." 
and uh, then he uh, it, then he said something very mean to me, and then said something very mean to her, and that's the last thing that he saw before he was knocked unconscious. Nice, nice. What what sort of death blow did she deliver? Yeah, was it a foot? S- straight kick to the face. <laughs> nice. <laughs> what was she? I don't want to be creepy. What was she wearing? <laughs> a, a, a lovely black dress and, my, Boom, and a my, dress. And Perfect. My wife has great legs. Yeah. And uh, yeah, just 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 yeah. just knocked him out. It was so good. With all due respect to your idea, that's the only fans I want to see coming out of your household. Oh, I would love. I would, <laughs> if some lady was just it, any. All right, any of you women out there wondering like how do you how are you going to break through? How are you going to break through in the in the OnlyFans world? If, if you have a thing of of you just knock dudes out. Oh yeah. Done. I'm subscribed. The like, little black subscribe. dress assassin. You don't have to you you don't have to get naked. You could stay clothed the entire time. Just knock dudes out. I'm in. Take mm-hmm. my money. Yeah. Perhaps Brock Lesnar's daughter could consider starting an OnlyFans. I didn't say that. <laughs> that that's you. You want to watch a, a woman who can knock dudes out? I just don't she want to can. say. I just don't want to say anything weird about Brock Lesnar's daughter. I think she's a wonderful, talented, right. uh, Me too. talented person. Me too. And congratulations to, to her for I, setting the shot put record. That's what yeah. struck me yeah. about her Colorado most of all. Colorado State. That's Con- what, yeah. Congratulations. I definitely she's terrific with the shot put. Keep her clothes on too. Yes, wonderful. And uh, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry, but okay, <laughs> don't do it, Jason. <laughs> Leave you, it alone. You can tell the dominant genes in that family. <laughs> well, man, that was... Yeah. She Let's has, move on, though. She has a mom, right? Let's move on. <laughs> uh, speaking of babies... It's a bear. <laughs> do you see Ashanti, Ashanti and Nelly are having a baby? Who? Ashanti and Nelly are procreating. Oh, oh wow. Ashanti stayed with Nelly. No, they broke up for like... 13 years. Oh, and then they got back? Yeah. That's adorable. It's a, it's a hip-hop collaboration of love. That's adorable. Oh, my God. It's, a, it, it's the perfect late 90s, early aughts baby. Yeah. I love that. That's fantastic. Now we just got to get Creed to, like, procreate with Avril Lavigne, and, that, and, and that's, like, the white version of that. We had a shot when Man. Nickelback was with Avril. So close. Yeah. God, Wait, did they, oh, they they were married. Did, <laughs> did they have kids? They were, like, uh, they were like the Brangelina of Canada. Oh, I bet. Yeah. Oh, are you Canadian? I am not. Oh. Thank goodness. Why would he shoot down Canada with that? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe you were complimenting it. I'm not, I'm How not is that a sure. compliment? Not to me. But, Canada, but, like anybody, we got a lot of Canadian fans, and yeah. I can tell you right now, every single person was like, no, dude. That's not. That's not. <laughs> we don't. We don't praise that combination. Yeah, there's certain there's certain people that you, that you'll always claim in Canada because they're yours. I mean, you know, you'll you'll, you'll claim Jim Carrey. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. Uh, you'll you'll remind us that Pamela Anderson yep. is, mm-hmm. is Canadian. But then we'll talk about uh, Bieber and Chad from Nickelback, and you're yeah. like, nope. Yeah, not ours. Norm Macdonald. Norm Macdonald. You'll claim you'll well, you'll, you'll talk Bret Hart all day. He might be the greatest Canadian ever. Brett Hart or Norm? No, Norm McDonald. Okay, because I'd take Brett. <laughs> You're a wrestling fan. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but, no, never. What's your favorite era hmm. or just all oh, of them? Man. That era? Uh, or the new one? so hard to say. Right, like, Attitude Era is pretty... What's Attitude? That is like late 90s, early 2000s, like 97 to like 2003. That's The Rock, Steve Austin. Yeah. Goldberg? Uh, yeah, he was over at WCW doing it. But now I'm really liking uh, AEW. I really like uh, all uh, all elite wrestling. Uh, uh, Chris Jericho yeah. came to came to my one of my shows. He's a fan now. He's a friend, and, eh. and it's I do his cruise every year, which it's sort of like looked down upon. Fuzzy, right? That, yeah, Fuzzy. Yeah. They, they they kick ass. Yeah. 
They're great musicians. They're a lot. They do a great show. Yeah, he's been on the show a few times. Yeah, uh, Chris Jericho does a cruise called the Rock and Wrestling Rager at Sea, where it's pro wrestling, heavy metal, and comedy. And come on, that's a damn cruise. Yeah, Man. I'm just glad that somebody is making something stick a little bit, sticking it to Vince McMahon. Yeah, I mean, it's not the first time he's had some heavy competition, sure. but. If anybody deserves to be taken down a notch, it has got to be Vince McMahon. Yeah, and it just makes it better. Co competition makes people do better. Like it, it. I, I want more dwarf comedians out there. Like right now, there's like Tanya Lee Davis, Nick Novicki, who opens for Nate Bargatze, and uh, and me, and, and Poncho just started. Yeah. Like uh, in the last few in in the last few years, yep. and I'm really and I'm really excited for him. But now it's very it, it's very interesting because I used to. Like looked to Poncho like, oh man, I want to be like him, and now he's talking to me like, oh, I need a little like help me out with this, yeah. with this comedy thing, which is kind of a weird thing to like look at one of your heroes and be like, oh wow, I can help you. That's, that's cool. nice. That's yeah, great. Yeah, but it's great, and they're doing a great podcast. They do a podcast. Yeah, that's what they um, came on Hope vs. Swift to talk about. Yeah, I uh, I did an episode, and I'm pretty sure that's the first podcast ever that had three dwarves on one episode. Mm. And uh, so yeah, that had to make some. Where was the Guinness people for that one? Uh, but yeah, that was that was a great time. And then there was like the producer in the room who's not a dwarf, and uh, he felt kind of uncomfortable because he was like, "I'm now I'm the odd man out." <laughs> like, like 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 there's three dwarves and me. Yeah, yeah I feel good about their show. They did really good on the whole mm -hmm. festival show. They're great guys, man. Hey, dwarves are having a moment. There's dwarf comedians, dwarf actors, none in Snow White and the Seven Dwarves, but that's a whole other thing I can rant about. Can I Can I ask you about that? Fire I, away. I am, well, just the, the, the question. Open up the door. Let's go. Let's take down Disney right here on this podcast. So I think I kind of know where you, which way your answer mm -hmm. is leaning. Mm -hmm. There are people who will tell you uh, they, Idris Elba shouldn't be James Bond. They should make a new character that is black. Bond just is a white guy. And I can see both sides of that argument. There are people who will say, if you're making Snow White and the Seven yeah. Dwarves, like it or not, they are dwarves. And then there's people, notably Peter Dinklage, who would sure. speak out strongly against that. Yeah. What, what, what is your take? Yes. Uh, I don't know much about it. Sure. Are the dwarves that aren't dwarves pretending to be dwarves famous act? I should have said that a better way. It's <laughs> <laughs> okay. Are they fa are they like legendary actors or no. are they just actors? Uh, so there's a whole thing with this. I will go. I will go through the process. Uh, lot live action Snow White and the Seven Dwarves is announced. Uh, it's announced that it's coming out. Dinklage hears about it, says like, "Ah, we're gonna do this whole dwarf thing again." And then Disney goes, "Oh no, King Dwarf is angry." So they, uh, they, they scrapped the idea that they're dwarves, and they said, "No, we're not doing Snow White and the Seven Dwarves. We're doing Snow White and the Seven Magical Beings." And they showed a photo of the magical beings. There was one dwarf in the magical beings, and the other six looked like people playing hacky sack in Portland. All right, they were they were like on a college campus, and they're like, "Yeah, free love, man." Like that's what they looked like. They're not little. No, they're not little at all. But wait a minute, that's like making Snow White a man. Yeah, it's like I don't that get is, it. That's and, one way of looking at it. And to make the comparison, when when you say like, "Oh, people don't want uh, Idris Elba to be Black James Bond, just do a new character." Oh, uh, the thing is, there's plenty of gigs for white guys so they're fine like they like they can give one up you can't take the two parts away from dwarves yeah. because they took away that like this podcast is is literally employing more dwarves than snow white and the seven dwarves totally. yeah i need to stop the show for a very important announcement bring it brother i have a new phone case from nomad goods i love it
Uh, that's my announcement. Well, that's something we both have in common because check out my phone case. I don't even have a new one. They said, do you need a new one? I was like, I don't need a new one. This one gets better and better with age, just like my face. We are excited <laughs> that Nomad Goods is now a sponsor of the Jason Ellis Show once again, reunited, and it feels so good. Nomad started as a Kickstarter project in 2012 with the goal of building ultra-rugged, minimalist tools for the 21st century Nomad. They make charges. Look at this charger. It's sleek and sophisticated, and when women come over, they think that I'm rich. Wow, you look very sophisticated. Can I sleep with you? Yep. Did I mention that I'm a giant whore? <laughs> From <laughs> a rich, sophisticated one. From iPhone cases and Apple Watch straps to wireless chargers, ultra durable cables, so durable. Again, they said, you want more? I was like, I'm still using the first ones you sent us like five years ago. Even premium wallets and passport holders crafted with whoreween leather. <laughs> I see. Oh, that's really how you say it. <laughs> Actually, yeah. Uh, you have to check Nomad out if you get a new iPhone or Apple Watch this year for Christmas and stuff. Then you need to refresh uh, your 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 older device. Nomad uses American leather for their cases and bands that just looks better the more you use it. Just like my phone right here. Take my word for it. Look at my phone. They offer convenient wireless charging solutions for the home, office, and bedroom with a suite of chargers for whatever mobile device you use as well as Apple Watch and AirPods. And Nomad is a climate neutral certified brand. Let's talk about quality. One of the most important <laughs> aspects to us, to Nomad that is, when designing new products is that they use the highest quality, longest lasting materials available and Nomad prioritizes design and quality over everything else. Check out Nomad at nomadgoods.com slash Alice to see what living the Nomad life is all about. That's N-O-M-A-D-G-O-O-D-S dot com slash Alice. Be sure to use code Alice to save 10% on your first order. Nomad, go! And that's There's what a lot of dwarves in movies. Why can't they hire well, well, them? Yeah, yes and no. See, I've heard the criticism of Dinklage's criticism is yes. what they call it, ladder pulling. Mm -hmm. he, he, is you got yourself into a position and then and and obviously he's had a really amazing career going yeah. back to like the station agent where he's been yeah. able to define himself beyond that. But that's a way in for a lot yes. of working actors. Exactly. That's how we get work. And don't act like Dinklage had the purest career. By the way, I'm saying all this talking shit, huge fan, mm -hmm. massive fan, sure. incredibly jealous. Who isn't? He, he's so good that if they made a movie and called it the Brad Williams story, it would probably be starring Peter Dinklage. And yet he's not above criticism. Yes, because he did a movie called Tiptoes, which is the most offensive movie to dwarves ever fucking made. Wait, is he a giant in it? No. Then what is he? Tiptoes is all right. I'm 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 doing something that is I I'm sorry to do this to your listeners. Right now you should pause this podcast. You you should go to YouTube, look up the look look up the trailer for Tiptoes and watch it and then go holy shit because it looks like an SNL sketch. I it, watched this movie for the first time about, what's a, month, it about? about a month ago. It is about uh, a a uh, a man played by Matthew McConaughey who is in a relationship with Kate Beckinsale. Kate Beckinsale, Matthew McConaughey, holy crap, great actors, must be a great movie. Just wait. Uh, they are in a relationship and they want to have a kid together or, or she finds out that she's pregnant. And then uh, it now Matthew McConaughey is very worried because, surprise, Matthew McConaughey comes from a family of little people, mainly his brother that is coming to visit. His brother, a dwarf, Played by the, of course, famous dwarf actor, Gary Oldman? What? Gary? Wait. O Oscar winner Gary Oldman yeah. is playing a dwarf. Now, you might say, <laughs> well, they probably use CGI and shrunk him down. 
Nope. Put him on in his knees. They oh tied his God. arms back. <laughs> they tied his shoulders back. He looks like a rag doll. He does not look like this is not a little person. This is not what a dwarf looks like. And by the way, well, you might say, well, they probably couldn't find any other dwarf actors. N- they could because they hired about 30 of them for the movie. There's one scene in particular that uh, is very funny because David Allen Greer is also in it. And he's uh, uh, banging Bridget the Midget, uh, who's, a, who's a dwarf porn star. And, uh, yeah, that's a fun scene. Anyway. I hit her note once. Yeah, but... She wasn't into it. But, yeah, th- so there's the photo. There's Gary Oldman. <laughs> they cut out the back of the couch. Those aren't Gary's legs, okay? Oh, my God. That's what they did with the Academy Award winner, Gary Oldman. And if you watch the preview, the funniest part is the narrator going over the preview, and when they get to the Gary Oldman, they, they, the uh, narrator goes... And in the role of a lifetime, Gary Oldman, and they show him trying to fake a dwarf. It's <laughs> it's it's the it's the worst. Dinklage is in it. His accent changes about three times during the movie. It, it like starts off Polish, goes to French. At some at some point, does like New Hampshire. It, it's very it's very very strange. So he can't be in his. He can't be like, well, I never did anything like being a a dwarf in a Snow White movie. You were in something worse. Yeah. What about when that milkshake guy did that movie Toe where all he could do was move his toe because he was mentally... What uh, was that one? Daniel Day-Lewis, My Left Foot. Oh, yeah. oh that milkshake Thank guy. You, I was literally like going through like fast food spokespeople. Like, like, like did Jared from Subway right. do a film? Did well, the Sonic guys did, ever- but you don't want to see that. He, he, he's not... But that he's was not, very illegal. He's not... Um, he, he can walk. <laughs> yeah, right. for sure. But that, so but that was that? done back in, like, now you do a movie. Uh, I, I know uh, Brian Cranston did a movie. Wait a minute. You're saying back then it's okay to do it? Well, that's in general in public. I'm not saying it was ever okay it's or like, whatever. In the Bible it says it's it's cool to, uh, to have slaves. But that was a long time ago. <laughs> yeah. And now it's not Times cool to. Times have changed. Right. Now we've adjusted our. our yeah, the, but yeah, the still, Bible also said I'm not bad. going to heaven. So. <laughs> you? Yeah, little uh, people don't. Uh, it's you so, guys, so somewhere, somewhere in Leviticus, man, you guys wrote, you guys <laughs> effed up. Christian, yeah. Christian, the, Christian like, your boys fucked up. Yeah, real. That was. By the way, <laughs> I mean, is, is it heaven if there's no dwarves in there? Thank you. Come yeah. on. Yeah, I was. I know. Right. Right. Hey, hey, if Gary Oldman's not going to be there, I don't want to be there either. Gary Oldman will not be there. I want to be. <laughs> I want to. I want to be in the heaven that Tupac goes to. Yeah, because remember he said mm-hmm. it, it, heaven's got a ghetto. Yeah, he, I hope he hopes it does. Yeah, I believe it does, and that's where I would like to go because I'm going to start smoking weed again when I go. Yeah, there. I, I think it was a Jim Jeffries bit, but he said if if heaven exists and whatever. Uh, guidelines there are to get into heaven. Those are the people you don't want to hang out with anyway. Yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah, right. They're so lame. <laughs> hey, with Di- with Dinklage, Sorry. that wasn't even the one I thought you were going to go to. What about in Elf? Well, but see, in Elf, at least you could say he was a, in a position of power because he drop kicked a guy making fun of him, Will Ferrell. Yeah. So that, that's like, eh, but like, that's the one. So then they, so then uh, to go back to our story, they, they panic because. Uh, Dinklage says no dwarves, so they don't put in. They they put in one dwarf. Then they show the photo leaks online of the seven dwarves. Everyone's like, "What the fuck? These are not our little people." So they go, "Hold on, all right, we'll fix it again." Then they go back and they make every dwarf in Snow White and Seven Dwarfs CGI, a CGI dwarf. So now they're not even hiring the dwarf actors in the first place. It's like, do I 
do I think that the role uh, of Snow White and the Seven Dwarves and the story in general was uh, slightly detrimental to little people and make some people look upon dwarves as like more of a fantastical fairy tale human being than an actual human being? Yeah, see, those are the Snow White and the Seven Magical Beings, which just looks like a theater troupe. Yeah, like, that looks like just, that looks like Jackass Five and a Half. Yeah, <laughs> that's just that's just Venice. I think this guy's played Coachella. Yeah, that's just Venice. Anyway, Tame so like. So like yes, so I I see that argument, but then there's not other parts for us out there. So you can't take away the only parts we got. And then don't even get me started on the new movie that comes out this week, freaking Wonka, because uh, they took away the Oompa Loompas and they gave it to Hugh Grant. Hugh Grant is an Oompa Loompa. <laughs> what? What the? F- what? That's why I'm a comedian. Wait, that, and that's yeah. He, What's look, the beef with dwarves? They, I, they apparently it's offensive to certain people when dwarves play dwarves. How is that? I don't know. I want to get paid. Well, what about what, what? What about everybody that's an actor? Then that—that's the point. It, it's so insane. I remember going to an audition one time where uh, uh, the role was not written for a little person, and I went to the audition and I did the, I did the audition, and they said, "Wow, that was great." But just so you know, we're looking for a minority hire, and I was like, "Great." I'm here. <laughs> like, like no, no one's ever. I've never walked down the street and had anyone ever yell, huh, "White guy." No one's ever said that about me. Yeah. Okay. Sure. Like, I, I, I think there's a few other categories that it may fall into that aren't exactly the majority. But like, so that's that's how back ass words Hollywood can be sometimes. Uh, I'm not considered a minority, but we're, I'm also not allowed to play myself because if I play myself, that's offensive. Right. What Tinklage, I think, would say is that they should just write, not write more roles for dwarves. They should cast yeah. d- dwarves on normal people. So in the same way that he yeah. gets to just play dudes. Yeah, and, stuff. and that's but and that, that's but, that's but, what I would argue too. But in as reality, well, but I, there's there's the world that is and the world that should be, and the world that should be is exactly what you just described. The world that is is that we have to slowly make our way up and prove that we're actually decent actors and that people aren't weirded out by us so uh yes it, it, how much it, it, talking do you have process. in the dwarf in the in snow white in the like how many you know like are you they're not carrying it it's like no it's snow white it's snow white that's right. the story it, it's Snow white like jason state i started an interview with him the other day where he was like i've never had a lesson in acting at all i can't act i'm not an actor i somebody picked me out the front of a club and here i am <laughs> Yeah, and he was like, I, I mean, I'm I'm very grateful, but I have never seen myself as a legitimate actor. No, but he's flexible. And when and he can I kick, when I watch movies <laughs> with him in it, sure, maybe they're not sh- stretching him as uh, that much. But is he is he holding his own? Hell yeah, he is. Yeah, he's great in all those movies. <laughs> I, I see. I'm a huge that's fan. Right. Well, right. I, Jason but yeah. I've never said, God, he's like yeah. Keanu Reeves. I've heard several people go, man, he's a terrible actor. And and I think now maybe you would probably bite your lip on that because mm-hmm. but he's also found roles that suit the way he yeah. does things. Yeah. I don't think he's stre- like he's never been like a doctor. You know what I mean? Like he's not. He's never been like things that he doesn't relate wanna, to. If you want to ever watch the greatest piece of acting ever by Keanu Reeves, uh, there's a movie where he plays the Buddha. No. Oh boy. Yeah, no. that's, that's a stretch. That is, and it is, it, it is, it is awesome. It is truly there. There's one line in particular where he just kind of looks up and goes, "Father, what is enlightenment?" <laughs> it's, yeah. it's so good. 
I think it's called Siddhartha, or or he plays Siddhartha, or it's based on the book Siddhartha. But uh, yeah, it, it 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 is a classic. It's uh, called Little Buddha. Li- Little Buddha. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong; he looks incredible. Uh, but <laughs> wait, yeah. who is that? That's uh, well. There, where, where, where's Keanu? That's hey, not that Keanu. ain't Keanu. That's Keanu. Oh, he did he have the a prosthesis? I'm, I don't know, but he was, he's, he's Keanu Reeves. It's the, not his nose. The Buddha is Keanu Reeves. Whoa. Yeah, yeah. They don't talk about that film a lot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Whoa. There's the trailer. Yeah, he looks so different. I, I don't know what culture he's even appropriating. Whoa, but it, that's man, not that him. is. He looks like that lady that looks like Kevin. Tilda Swinton. Yeah, he Tilda looks like Swinton. Tilda Swinton. Thank you, Michael, for understanding my ridiculous yeah. statements. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. So we get it. That's happened. But can we just let dwarves play dwarves? It's fine. It's good. Yeah. This is why I'm a stand-up comic because in the world of stand-up comedy, is it completely fair? No. But in general, if you're funny, you will work. No one looks at a comic who's just absolutely killing it on stage. Goes. Yeah, but there are are they do like they're funny in a way that I don't like, so we can't book that. It's like no, you're, you're you're funny, you work. So this is why uh this is why I like being a comedian. This is why I put my special on a platform like Veeps. So if you go to Veeps and you get my special called Starfish that is available December twenty first, uh the money doesn't go to a giant corporation. No, it goes to me and it goes to the Asian dwarf baby. Okay, and the Maddens. That's who it goes. And the Maddens, they get a chunk, but okay uh, they, but they don't need it. They're fine with they're. They're they're doing great. Good Charlotte showed a lot of records, uh, but yes. So it, the vast majority of that money goes to me. So yeah, go 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 to Veeps. Support little people while Disney's trying to cut us out completely. Yeah, man. Yeah, that, I thought they were all like understanding and stuff. Oh, you'd think. Well, they tried to be too understanding. It that, seems that's like. the thing. Uh. They went like because there's acceptance. There's whatever you want to call woke, but then there's too woke it's like too far it's like and well you can't say too woke because now you're being a republican <laughs> woke is woke yeah. has been, the word has been turned into something else by old lame people i know woke is when you understand things yeah not, doesn't mean you're a bitch yeah which is kind of turned into that <laughs> just it's means like, you're taller like, oh you're woke and i'm like i'm not offended by that man like i understand other what it's like to be in other people's shoes yeah like, and but but now you flipped empathy. it on me and now i'm like yeah. i'm a weakling and i'm terrified like i'm not terrified dude i will snap your neck <laughs> I wonder I, if I, I, but i also understand what it's like to not be me yeah like yeah, yeah. that's what i thought it was i don't yeah. like how they've turned that into like a bad word yeah woke just means you have some empathy for people that's that was what. That's the real meaning of it. This yeah. whole like uh, people say, "Hey, you've been doing this one thing, and uh, I know you think that's the right thing, but it's offensive to the people that you're talking about. So if you could do something else, and you go, oh, sorry about that. Didn't yeah. know, did, didn't know it was offensive. Sure, I'll do my best to change and be better in the future. But I also that's understand it. these days, you know, you get told a story like you know, you, you don't understand a person's situation because you're not being told the real situation. Right. So it's like if I have no empathy for a certain person because nobody educated me on uh, what their real pain is, mm-hmm. then how am I sympathetic when I don't think that you actually had a tough life? <laughs> you know? It's, yeah. It's like it, it, it's it's something I'm saying in my act uh, right now. Uh, right now, I'm trying to emphasize to people that just try to remember that your normal is not somebody else's normal. No. Yeah. You you, you grew up with a normal. 
And that's great. That was your normal. But then someone else grew up with a different culture, different influences, different parents, consumed different media yeah. and different traditions. And, and that's fine. And I don't it's expect different. it to happen overnight. Like I'm 52 no. and I feel like I've said several inappropriate things of, over my life. And I will again. Sure. But it, like I, even like a week ago, I realized something that that somebody explained to me. I don't want to get into it, but uh, you know, <laughs> I mean, I, I said something that was. That was clueless and, and and offensive if the person didn't know me really well, and then they explained their perspective, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Holy shit! How dare I?" And 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 he was like, "Dude, I totally get where you're coming from, yeah, but because you don't know, because you didn't know, because you haven't grown up that way, you mm-hmm. don't know what it's like to have really have nothing." You know, right. I mean? like, I've had some tough times, but I always, no, I never was starving. Mm-hmm. And I don't think people realize what it's like to be starving. Starving, yeah, like, yeah, not, yeah. Not like one day I didn't have dinner. We're talking every day, <laughs> every my childhood, day. till an adult, yeah. starving. I never got a shot. Yeah. And, it, and, and, it, and, and, and all my people around me never got a shot. Words out, we're not going to get a shot. Mm-hmm. Try that and then see how your attitude is at 7-Eleven when someone talks shit. Yeah, and, yeah. How, and that's how it should be. So you, you, not people that starving, but like that you said something, that person said something to you and you said, oh, you know, and then they said, no big deal. I know, I know your heart's in the right place because there was love in the room. That's why. Yeah. Like, so, uh, people ask me all the time. They're like, oh, what should I call you? What's the terminology? Dwarf, midget, little person, whatever it is. And I, I, I said, well, in general, you don't say the word midget. Personally, I don't care as long as the intention is good. And I tell this story. One time I was in Odessa, Texas, do, doing a show. There was a guy heckling during the show. He had, he had to be thrown out. Uh, rest of the show goes great. End of the night, I get paid. I'm going with the other opening act, and we're going to hop into a car. From the other side of the parking lot, you see lights turn on in a pickup truck, and this pickup truck starts racing towards us. Shit. And a, a guy leans out the window and yells out, Kill the dwarf. Yeah, and he was—that's the guy that got kicked out. Yeah, he's not. He doesn't have any issues. Yeah, he's and he's he coming waited at us. in the pocket lot that yeah, whole time, whole time, and so sobered up and still was like, "Nah, this is still a good idea." Still, I feel sorry for that. Person. Yes, me too. And came at us. Thankfully, we got in the car. The other guy was driving. Uh, uh, the opening act was driving, and he knew the trick of like going on a dirt road and like doing circles, and then like you jet out. I didn't know that trick until he showed me, and it was a great trick. It worked. We got away, but. That guy yelled out, kill the dwarf. So technically, he used the right term. Yeah. It wasn't the dwarf part that offended me. No, it was the, kill the killing. The. That's fair. Yeah. So like it to me, it's all about the intention. What were you trying to do? Were, were, right. you, were you tried, trying to cause pain? Or in your situation, was it coming from a place of love and there was like understanding in the room? So it's like you weren't trying to hurt somebody. Right. I have a lot of tra- trans and non-binary friends. And mm-hmm. every now and then, because I'm still such a cis male meathead yeah i will say you know you know she's she knows what she's talking they know what they're talking about yeah and that person knows me yeah so they don't go really yeah because i feel like that has happened before and it's like hey you know that's not come i didn't do that to be mean i did that because i'm uneducated and it's new to me yeah and i think when people understand each other or have some room for error, then yeah. there's no harm, no foul. Like it happened to me yesterday. Mm-hmm. I had a photographer here who is non-binary, and they didn't. And I said she one time. All the mm-hmm. other times, 
they them all the time. Mm -hmm. But one time in the haste of a conversation, and I went, yeah. oh, and they didn't say, they didn't flint, they didn't say anything. Yeah, and I don't know if they care or not, but they, you know, they know that what I'm saying is yeah. was not. You're trying. Yeah, that's all. You're and making that, an effort, and, and that, that's and it's all that's, love. And, and that's something I think that a lot of people should make that effort to be is just, hey, are you making an effort? Yes. Great. It's hard. We're instinctually, when we're proven to be wrong, it uh, it's hard to not want to say something back. It's yeah. kind of, it's it's in there. I don't know if it's the way we were raised. Or I, I really just believe it's human nature that when you go, hey, that's not right, and you're having a short day, you're a bit, you know, quick to go, and you go, oh, well, you know, well, hey, man, I didn't really, it's the, you're already, you've already lost. You know, yeah. if you can be like, oh, I didn't know. How how can I do this better? Mm -hmm. There's there's no one no one's gonna bark at that, <laughs> you know. Like if I go, oh, I didn't I didn't know. I honestly didn't know. Yeah. How fine. can I how can I correct that? Yeah. They're gonna go. They, I be, if that person goes, no, still fuck you. Well, then now it's, now, it's, now it's them. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah there's yeah. a phrase I heard for that recently that I think is really helpful. It's uh, toxic activism. And it is a part Toxic of the Toxic activism. And it is a part of the problem that we don't like talk that. about enough. There are the people who are uh intolerant or angry, and then mm -hmm. there are the people who are woke, which is to say open to new ideas. Sure. But then there are the people who get off so much on finding out Disney has yeah. made some perceived faux pas in casting that they go buck wild online and it's it's so counterproductive to the yes. people who are actually trying yes. to just if you're leading with love we'll yeah. get there we're, it'll be a meandering path but we'll get there eventually but the toxic activists are a big part of the problem at this point as well i love that cuz yeah so when that movie came out with kevin hart and brian cranston and brian cranston i forget what it's called but uh brian cranston plays a paraplegic and uh, he's a rich paraplegic that uh, hires kevin hart. i don't know it, 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 i actually saw it it was a good movie but uh there, that, there was that toxic activism that you talk about because there were people going out like, well, why didn't they get a quadriplegic person to play that person? And why'd they have to get Brian Cranston? Oh, why'd they get one of the best actors in the world yeah. to act? Well, it's <laughs> the same as the guy that I brought up. What's that one? Oh, Daniel Day-Lewis. Daniel Day-Lewis. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's literally, yeah, he's one of the best actors in the world. And the movie is based, it's around him. Yeah. So he's the whole movie. Yeah. So if you got a guy that isn't, I mean, no one's his level of acting. Yeah. But if you got a guy that was like, well, look, man, my stuff doesn't actually work. I don't know how to act, but I, I really am in this chair. So action, you know, like that would, would that movie work? Yeah. No, it wouldn't. So yeah. come on, man. Why didn't yeah. they get Bret Hart instead of Mickey Rourke for The Wrestler? <laughs> right. He's an actual wrestler. Yeah. Yeah. Right. It's like, yeah, Mickey Rourke is a good actor. Yeah. And, 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 and his face looks like he's taking some punches. Oh, my God. You know, and, and that was a good point because he made wrestling look good. Yeah. He made yeah. you realize that it's it's a tough thing to be involved in. Mm -hmm. And is it real? No. But is it is the is the life tough? And is it real work? Hell yeah, yeah it is. Yeah. And I think Daniel Day-Lewis did the same thing with that movie where it was like, it you th you don't know what it's like to be like this, and I think he told the story well. I don't know, I'm not in a chair, but I felt like I didn't feel like anybody. I didn't think he like made it a lie. Yeah, you know, like I think he did it. He did it justice. All they, all them did it justice. I'll say this right now: Gary Oldman in Tiptoes did not do it justice. All right? What? It's streaming on Amazon Prime. It go, still exists. Go, go and watch and watch Tiptoes. I'm still waiting for the director's cut. You know, they chopped an hour. Out of that movie, they oh, fired. They fired the director. I've chopped done an hour three out. different 
podcasts on this movie. I could talk about this movie for years. But yes, they they switch they switch directors like midway through, and then the original director has come out and said like, "Oh well, my cut was a lot better." I'm like, I want to see that one. It Dinklage says the same thing. I'm just like, you can't have an hour and a half of steaming garbage that hot there's no and the other hour could have been the godfather too yeah <laughs> not it's salvage. not it's not gonna happen yeah, yeah it I, can't happen rocky four was pretty good but then the rocky four director's cut was was better but i think you're okay if you watch the one that wasn't the director's cut you get the point yeah. hey as as long as you get hearts on fire and he's and he's training in the snow it's a no, win. no. There's some dressage at the start that they cut out. The director's cut puts in a lot horse, of horse dancing because Stallone does his own dressage. Yes, he does. And I and, found this and, out in the and, documentary. And obviously, the movie they cut it out. And obviously, Sly wanted that in there because like I yeah. do, not only could I do that, but I could do dressage. You know, like I do dressage. Yeah, he did. He did a good. Jo- he did a good job. But it also what a great it, story for Rocky to not to be too rich because he's like doing dressage. There was a confusing thing with like whose daughter is it and who is the lady that lives with Sly. Sorry, with with Rambo. Yeah, it, it, but the director's cut they cover that a yeah. little more, so you go, oh okay, no relation. But at first, it's like. Why is Sly like not into his wife? It's like, can, <laughs> wait, and how does how, if she's a nanny and he's broke? How does that work? Yeah, and wait, is she related to the nanny? Because of the, the one without the director's cut, you, it's just three people living in a house that are not affiliated, but they really love each other. And it's just like, what is going on? Didn't they cut out the robot though? Oh, you're talking about wait, you're going to Rocky dude. five. That's Rocky no, five. that's Rocky four. I'm talking about Rambo. Sorry. Oh, okay. I thought. Yeah. So Rambo. To Rambo. Wait, wait, Rambo does dressage? Yes, dude. <laughs> no. Yes, no. dude. Yeah, full full dressage. <laughs> like ties on the headband and then makes the horse. He doesn't dance. wear that 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 <laughs> pussy stuff, that woke stuff. Sorry. He 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 wears you know old. He's got like a flannel because that's the other thing. Rambo, I mean, has had to be Rocky a few times and also some other guys that were cool. Then he may, he may or may not have done some steroids, and and he may or may not have got a bit of a belly, and and remember Rambo was like jacked but like really thin, yeah, like he was shredded. Yes, it's pretty hard to be shredded when you're like seventy. Yeah, so he kind of he's still big in the arms and in the chest, but his gut is is wants to beat the titties, <laughs> so he goes flannel. You know what I mean? So he goes flannel and he makes the chest a. Make it look like he's got no gut, but if you're flannel in- is an excellent cover. Yeah, that was what Ooh, Motley Crue did. Me. That's what Motley Crue did in '91 too. Yeah, also did not fool me. <laughs> <laughs> if you know, if if you know the tricks, I just love the fact that Sylvester Stallone, one of the like uh, t- toughest in terms of stereotypical action stars in history, really broke the mold and uh, re reestablished it. That guy's really into horses, man. He loves him. It's, and a, rich, like, it's a rich thing. He, but didn't you say he was raised playing polo? Polo, yeah. Oh, yeah but this, here's the thing where he goes, because yeah, I watched his documentary Same. recently about his life. Yeah. And he, he, ca- he won't stop forcing how poor he was. Mm-hmm. And he's like, when I was a kid, we were so poor that my dad used to buy cheap horses. And I'm like, dude... <laughs> Dude, you know what I mean? Like, I, cause I'm not, I'm not, I'm, I'm not, I didn't grow up rich, but I didn't, I didn't, like, when, when I got a friend that's like, I grew up, you know what I mean? There's water in my cereal when I was a kid. Oh, we yeah, couldn't afford yeah, milk. Yeah, yeah. When, when my friend watches you go, we grew up with nothing. My dad bought horses for 25 bucks. You're not 
we're not sympathetic to you, dude. Nope. No. And then you're saying that you and your dad used to play polo. But then he does have an angle. Like, I guess he played a polo match after he became a big, you know, he became a superstar and he had a polo match and his father was there playing and his father knocked him off his horse. His like, father, legitimately like, tried to, him. yeah, bodied him <laughs> in this game. And that, it kind of, and then I also, when he wrote Rocky, mm. I don't know if you guys know this, but his father wrote his own version of it. The real Rocky. And tried to pitch it at around the same time as this to say, my son's version is okay, but you should probably get a load of this one. <laughs> and, and just, you know, being a, everyone's had a dad, I hope, or, or yeah. you know, can understand the dynamic of it to, to be, you're dedicating your whole life to, to, to this craft. Mm. And your dad goes, look at my version, you dickhead. <laughs> and starts telling everybody it's oh. got, it's going to trigger you. I, I'm, I'm so glad my dad never tried comedy. Like, like, well, like once I started getting into it, he was like, I'll, I'll show you how to do it. No, uh, 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 he never tried comedy and I never tried being a lawyer. So, so yeah. we're good. Yeah. <laughs> got to know your lane. Yeah, yeah. exactly. It, it, it's also so mind boggling to me. Cause like, uh, my daughter is almost four now and like whatever she's into, uh, I'm not gonna try to do it. <laughs> like I'm just gonna be like, cool. That that's your thing. Yeah. My, I, my think, son, I think for most parents that comes fairly yeah, naturally. But, but and, and and if she wants to do comedy, I'm not gonna be like, well, she's not gonna be better than me. I hope she is. I hope she is. It'd be great. My son skates, snowboards, and now he's a boxer. And yeah, he trains with my guy, the guys that I train with. Yeah. I just want him to be good at it. I don't yeah. like if he gets better than me, it'll be the proudest day of my life. Yeah. Not. Well, that was a lucky shot. Like, no, it's more like, go for it. Yeah, it's a, it's a weird. I also feel like that is a part of Sly's motivation. Sure. Like, I, I think it, you know sometimes bad things work out in good ways. Yeah. yeah even yeah, though, yeah, totally. I, even though I think like if he could have it where his dad wasn't a dick <laughs> and he wasn't a millionaire known for being the greatest action hero of our right, time, right, right. he'd probably take that deal. Right. But the payoff is. My dad was such a dick that even when I'm 75, I'm still determined to be yeah. this grand thing. Yeah. Because I'm constantly, I'm sh the ghost of him I'm showing now. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm going to beat him even when he's gone. I'm going to still try to shine. Yeah. So it's like, uh, yeah. You know, you made a great life for his family, you know? Hopefully yeah. they, they seem good. They seem so all right. The girls are in movies and they've got a podcast with their dad and. I think the main loser in this is Mrs. Sly. Because <laughs> they, they, Mrs. Sly... They got back together. Yeah, but he covered her face with a horse's head or something. Oh, I think it was his dog. Uh, dog tattoo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Dude. Had a tattoo of you, and then I covered it with the dog. Yeah. Which... I did that with my first girlfriend. But it was a wolf, <laughs> and it was it just fit. It wasn't it wasn't saying she was a dog. Right. But she. I remember she told people, she's like... she. He covered my name with a dog. I'm like, it was a wolf. It was, it was just a, a really wolf. bad tattoo. Yeah, it's it's it, that that's that that's something something more extreme. I don't know if uh uh my I I don't have any tattoos. My wife has a couple. If she got my face tattooed on her, I'd be like, well, that's a dumb decision. Mm -hmm. But uh, if she covered it with our dog, I'd be like, great decision. You know the Wonderful. dumbest tattoo I've seen lately. And oh, please tell me, Matt Rife. I know everyone's like, no, hate, hate I was hanging out with him like, two, like. I'm not going there with the comedy. I'm just going with the. He brought up in the special. He's like, okay. look at this new John Lennon tattoo that mm -hmm. I got, and it's the size of a penny on the back of his arm. And if you're a tattoo guy, 
you, I can't take you serious. <laughs> like you're like, look at this, and I'm like, I, what? What is that's that? That's the size of the heart on your face. <laughs> it's like kind of the same size, and I'm like, yeah, I get it. Like he did do a lot of stuff, but he also like punched women and stuff. Like he's not the coolest in the joke. dude in the world. In the joke, didn't do it in real life. No, John Lennon hit. Oh, John Lennon. I thought you were talking about Matt Reif. No. Oh, Jesus. I was no, like, you I, I keep was... wanting to bring the joke up. <laughs> I'm okay. I'm not, tr I wasn't triggered. Relax. Okay, okay, okay. I'm more about did you know John Lennon was a yeah. piece of shit? Oh, okay. When, when, Whenever John Lennon gets brought up, I have to bring up a clip which I hope you can get or you have to watch. It's one of my favorite clips. It's John Lennon goes on a talk show and he gets to play with Chuck Berry. And, and Chuck Berry is John Lennon's hero and, and chuck berry's a dick for sure right it, no he's nice he's nice okay because i've heard other things about chuck berry. yes you could say a lot about chuck berry yeah um also not getting his face tattooed on me <laughs> so yeah uh uh they're they're doing they're on this late night talk show and this they're it? yes yes and they're and they're playing together and at some point Yoko Ono is there oh, and, and, oh, and, and, and goes, <laughs> oh, you know, Chuck Berry and John Lennon are playing. I could add something to this. Dude, she's got And both. she goes to a microphone yeah. and she just goes, ah, yeah. and she starts singing that. Literally, yeah. I'm not doing singing. a pretty damn she's good not impression. Singing, dude. Yeah, she's just going, ah. Yeah. It's and, one of her things. Yeah, and you see Chuck Berry give her a look like, so I'm going to shoot her? Like, yeah. like, like, please, someone shoot her. And... If we could find this guy re uh, retroactively, whoever was running the sound for that they show, switched it off. They potted her down. It did. I've well seen. Done. I've seen documentaries where uh, well Paul done. McCartney is just like, you know, we, we've all had girls, wives, and girlfriends. They they can be in the studio outside, but like coming in the actual recording room, that's a no no. Mm -hmm. Not only would she walk in. But I mean, did you and I were in a band together? Yeah. Could you imagine if one of our girlfriends or wives was just like, and you're like, wait, wait, nobody, wait, we didn't, nobody discussed this. We're recording right now, yeah, and, then, and you and I were in a yeah. band that's like insignificant. Imagine if you were in the, you were a hit maker. You're the Beatles, and this person just no, no powwow beforehand. Yeah. Or like, wow, that weird noise you make. <laughs> Bring it on the mic. No, no, no. No one had that discussion. You just decided yeah. that you were going to do that with the other people in the you're room. You're Paul McCartney. You're like, I wrote yesterday. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. For God's sakes. I was in a Beatles uh, class in college, and apparently a lot of colleges have it because people are just so obsessed with the Beatles. And uh, he was like, any professor that's talking about the Beatles will say Yoko Ono sucks. And he showed this clip as like proof that she sucks. Yes, it, it's so good. Yeah, uh, she sucks. Yeah, it, 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 she ruined the Beatles. Yeah, I, we would have got like another album out of them. I reckon, at least one. Maybe, maybe, maybe they never would have stopped. Can you? Uh, can, yeah, can you get sound on this clip? I don't All know right, if so we're gonna have a copyright issue with sharing this. Oh, okay. Yeah, you might just take our word for it. Yeah. You know what? Do what you're gonna do where, uh, when you when you go. Don't pause. It's a, this is the end of the show. Yeah. Go check it out after this. Also, go to our Patreon, patreon.com slash Alice Make sure you check out this Starfish. Ass yes. Starfish on Veeps. And uh, yeah, go to veeps.com slash Brad Williams. Get the special. It's called Starfish. I'm really proud of it. It's good. I, I like the stuff. I was there. It, it, <laughs> it, it, got, it got a lot of laughs. And, it, and if you want to see me on tour, go to bradwilliamscomedy.com. I'm going on a 70-city tour. Whoa. Uh, 
2024. And that's just what's announced. More are coming. Uh, different countries. Uh, wow. They, they, ha- they Good haven't for been you, announced man. yet. Yeah. What's the city you are least excited to go to? <laughs> Ooh. Is that a... I don't okay. So there's some cities that I've just never been to that I'm like, well, this can't be good. That's, but yeah. but I don't know. You'd be but, surprised. So, yeah, because that's the thing. So, I remember I, someone I only went on the road one time and they said, yeah. Where do you want to go? And he showed me his dates and I was like, Appleton, Wisconsin sounds like the worst place ever. I want to go. Turns yeah. out <laughs> it's great. I love Appleton. It actually was a I felt like the the shows were awesome. Yeah, I love Appleton. And, and I had cheese curds and, and yeah. I was really high and they're they're deep fried cheese balls yeah. and they're very tasty. Yeah. They came out of my butt like 15 minutes later still mm-hmm. in deep fried cheese ball form. Yep. That yeah. is very true. I could have sold them again. Uh uh so there's one uh there's one date on the tour and we've sold the tickets. We actually sold out a show and then we added a second one. Uh, Terre Haute, Indiana. Ooh, yeah. what a I hoot that is! Don't know that city, and that just sounds like a city that's not going to be a great time. But I have a feeling those people are are going to be awesome. Yep, like because you, I like they're, going they're to those dying cities. for some fun. Yeah, yeah, I like going to those cities that like. Yeah, you go to L.A. Yeah, they got we're we're building another arena for the Clippers that's going to have even more concerts. It's like every night you can go see a major sporting event, a major concert. So, you know, a, a comedian like me in L.A. playing the Ace Hotel at the theater at the Ace Hotel in February. That's awesome. Maybe you might not go, but, like, there's a lot of competition. And people Played are jaded with Hotel? all the stuff going on. It's yeah. badass. Dude. Yeah, man. It's going to be cool. Man, you're on fire. Thank you, sir. Why'd you do this show? Because you guys have a large audience. Okay, thanks. And, 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 they're, and they're cool. Yeah. They, 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 like, I've, I know the kind of people that listen to your show. You're kicking ass. I like this show. Good for you, dude. And uh, so, yeah, like. But then you go to Terre Haute, Indiana. I don't even think I'm pronouncing that correctly. It's probably I think Haute. It's Terre Haute. Yeah, yeah, ter- yeah, yeah, Terre Haute. Uh, Terre Haute, Indiana. They're, they're, they're like, holy shit, you came here. And I'm like, yes, yes, I will. I'll do two yeah. shows in Terre Haute, Indiana. Yeah. Look, a real life person. Yeah. That's Not cool. from Terre Haute. It's awesome, Thanks for being man. on the show, dude. Dude, this- best of luck. Not that, not that you need it. You're on nah, fire. Nah, it, that it, sounds it, like such a cool thing you're doing right now. 70. 70- Different shows. Yeah. It's like, come on, man. Trying to be, I'm trying to be a comedian. The day someone tells me you've got 70 shows, that's the day I say I made it. Yes. Oh, no. I. All I wanted to do when I started doing comedy, I said, if I could just pay my bills yeah. and be a headlining touring comedian, that's all I need. That's amazing. Now, the fact that we're selling out shows, we're adding shows, we're doing theaters, Hell doing yeah, man. big tours, multiple countries. You guys, you, your fans, they've bought me a lovely house. Good uh, for you, man. Because it, it's a house paid for in jokes. So thank you for that, and uh, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna keep it up because I because if you're paying for my my mortgage, I feel like I'm, I can make you laugh. Yeah. So uh, please stuff. please watch the new special Starfish on Veeps. I would really appreciate it, and thank you guys for having me. See you next week, guys. Don't die.